Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Are you ready, Cameron? I am ready. Season four, episode nine. Woo! Wow, we are doing it, aren't we? Let's talk about the person we featured the last time. That was? That was none other than P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. And the book that we used was Who Was P.T. Barnum by Christian Anderson. Let's do the vocabulary words from the last time. The first vocabulary word was a noun, and the definition was a practical joke or mischievous act, and that is a prank. The second vocabulary word we were looking for was a definition of a deceptive or false talker, a cheater or a scammer, and the word, which is a noun, was humbug. The last vocabulary word was a noun, and the definition was a person who favors ending slavery, and that word is a abolitionist. So if you guessed prank, humbug, or abolitionist, you got those words correct. And finally, our superhero from last episode was none other than Batgirl. So if you guessed Batgirl, that was the superhero for the episode. Batgirl fits perfectly for this week, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Good job, Cameron. Let's do the clues for this week. All right. You want to start? I will start. Clue number one. I was born in Boston in 1947, and my family called me by my middle name, Temple. While other babies cuddled up to their mothers, I called it mine like a wild animal and never smiled, cooed, or laughed. Most youngsters start talking around the age of two. I never spoke a word. Instead, I screamed, hummed, and made peeping sounds while clapping my, flapping my hands. Clue number one. I was born in Boston in 1947, and my family called me by my middle name, Temple. While other babies cuddled up to their mothers, I called at mine like a wild animal, and I never smiled, cooed, or laughed. Most youngsters start talking around the age of two. I never spoke a word. Instead, I screamed, hummed, and made peeping sounds while flapping my hands. Clue number two. I was destructive, broke my toys, ripped wallpaper off the wall, chewed puzzle pieces, and spat out my mush. I would throw myself on the floor kicking and screaming. For hours on end, I would rock back and forth on the floor, gazing at the rug and spinning lids and coins endlessly while blocking all sounds, even my mother's voice. Clue number two. I was destructive, broke my toys, ripped wallpaper off the wall, 
chewed puzzle pieces and spat out my mush. I would throw myself on the floor kicking and screaming. For hours on end, I would rock back and forth on the floor gazing at the rug and spinning lids and coins endlessly while blocking all sounds, even my mother's voice. Clue number three. In 1950, when I was three, Eustacia, my mother, brought me to a neurologist. And after testing, he declared that I was not deaf and extremely bright. He suggested speech therapy, where a teacher could say every word slowly so I could hear the missing sounds and say them myself. This was a huge breakthrough in my life. By the time I was five, I talked in sentences. And from then on, I turned into a jabberbox. Clue number three. In 1950, when I was three, Eustacia, my mother, brought me to a neurologist. And after testing, he declared that I was not deaf and extremely smart. He suggested speech therapy, where a teacher could say every word slowly so I could hear the missing sounds and say them myself. This was a huge breakthrough in my life. By the time I was five, I talked in sentences, and from then on, I turned into a jabberbox. Clue number four. Still, my terrible tantrums and zoning out continued. So my mother took me to a psychiatrist, and for the first time, my condition was diagnosed as having autism. Ordinary sights, smells, and touches were a nightmare to me. The jingle of, of ringing telephone hurt my ears. The strong smell of a rose drove me crazy in starched dresses. Clue number four. Still, my terrible tantrums and zoning out continued. So my mother took me to a psychiatrist, and for the first time, my condition was diagnosed as having autism. Ordinary sights, smells, and touches were nightmares to me. The jangle of, of a ringing telephone hurt my ears. The strong smell of a rose drove me crazy in starch dresses. Clue number five. My elementary school was small and private with only 14 kids in my class. In school, I always called my classmates by their first and last name, and my voice was loud and flat, while my speech was often slurred. Sometimes I repeated the question over and over again. During one meltdown, I threw myself on the floor, kicking and screaming, and when the teacher came over to call me, I bit her on the leg. My classmates were horrified. Clue number five. My elementary school was small and private with only 14 kids in my class. In school, I always called my classmates by their first and last name, and my voice was loud and flat, while my speech was often slurred. Sometimes I repeated the questions over and over again. During one meltdown, I threw myself on the floor, kicking and screaming, and when the teacher came over to call me, I bit her on the leg. My classmates were horrified. Clue number six. At the slightest touch, I flinched like an animal, even though I longed to be hugged. So at home to comfort myself, I would wrap myself tightly in a blanket or wiggle under couch cushions. Later in life, I would invent my own magic hugging box. Clue number six. 
At the slightest touch, I flinched like a scared animal, even though I longed to be hugged. So at home, to comfort myself, I would wrap myself tightly in a blanket or wiggle under couch cushions. Later in life, I would invent my own magic hugging box. Clue number seven. For all my problems, I had amazing talents, too. In art class, I drew beautiful-like drawings of horses and could invent and build things like sailboats, treehouses, and kites shaped like animals. For the most part, grade school was a happy time. Clue number seven. For all my problems, I had amazing talents, too. Like in art class, I drew beautiful, lifelike drawings of horses and could invent and build things like sailboats, treehouses, and kites shaped like animals. For the most part, grade school was a happy time. Clue number eight. My junior high school was the exact opposite with large classes and students who moved to different classrooms with different teachers. I was mocked and called names for repeating words until one day I threw a book at a girl who said something mean to me and was expelled. Clue number eight. My junior high school was the exact opposite with large classes and students who moved to different classrooms with different teachers. I was mocked and called names for repeating words until one day I threw a book at a girl who said something mean to me and was expelled. Clue number nine. I spent my high school years in a small boarding school founded for kids who had trouble fitting in elsewhere. Here I spent all my free time in the stables with horses, grooming and cleaning their stalls. I became a super rider. After I was not allowed to ride for seven days, I learned to stop hitting forever. Clue number nine. I spent my high school years in a small boarding school founded for kids who had trouble fitting in elsewhere. Here I spent all my free time in the stables with horses, grooming and cleaning their stalls. I became a super rider. After I was allowed not to ride for seven days, I learned to stop hitting forever. Clue number 10. At 15, I spent summer vacations in Arizona falling in love with ranch life, and I, and I became a terrific ranch hand. After watching cattle being given shots in a machine called Cattle Shoot, I invented the squeeze machine, which helps autistic people relax deeply. Clue number 10. At 15, I spent my summer vacations in Arizona falling in love with ranch life, and I became a terrific ranch hand. After watching cattle being given shots in a machine called Cattle Shoot, I invented the squeeze machine, which helps autistic people relax deeply. Clue number 11. In 1970, I graduated second in my class from Franklin Pierce College. Went on to graduate school at Arizona State where I learned, earned my Ph.D. My studies led me to study feedlots throughout Arizona. I published my findings in magazines and wrote many books. <laughs> Clue 
Clue number 11. In 1970, I graduated second in my class from Franklin Pierce College. Went on to graduate school at Arizona State, where I earned my Ph.D. My studies led me to study feedlots throughout Arizona. I published my findings in magazines and wrote many books. Clue number 12. Today I am known for inventing numerous mechanisms that help farm animals live more comfortably, speaking out for autistic people, and teaching animal behavior at Colorado State University. Who am I? Clue number 12. Today I am known for inventing numerous mechanisms that help farm animals live more comfortably, speaking out for autistic people, and teaching animal behavior at Colorado State University. Who am I? Now we're ready for the vocabulary. I will begin. The first vocabulary we're working for is a noun, and the definition is a thick porridge, especially made of cornmeal. The first vocabulary we're working for is a noun. Definition is a thick porridge, especially made of cornmeal. The second vocabulary word is a noun, and it means a specialist who studies the nervous system and its diseases. The second vocabulary word is a noun, and it means a specialist who studies the nervous system and its diseases. And the third vocabulary word is also a noun. Definition is an area or building where cattle are fed or fattened up. We're looking for the third vocabulary word, which are all in the clues. A word that means an area or building where cattle are fed or fattened up. And now we're ready for our superhero. Yeah, so our superhero. Uh, he, well, it, it is a he. It's, it's, a, it's a man. Uh, he has the ability to shrink really, really small. And when he shrinks to be really small, he can get into small, tight places. He can also, and he's not supposed to do this, but he does it sometimes, he can also go bigger if he needs to. And when he goes bigger, he can do different things. Uh, and he, he has a partner as well. So those are the clues for the superhero of the week. Wow, that's phenomenal. Three good clues. I'm sure everyone's going to look on that one. And now it's time, Cameron, for everyone who is listening to us, which we much appreciate. And if they would like to get in touch with us, how would they do that? Well, so we have created a business card. So if you see Dr. B or I and you would like more information, and our information is on our business card. So we have business cards now. So we are like official. Um, but if you do not see us and get a business card, you can go on our website. So there's two, there's a couple of different ways that you can find us. One way that you can find us is if you Google CLC Super Sleuth, you can find us that way. Or you can go to www.frostberg.edu slash CLC. And if you click on the right hand, left hand side under CLC podcast, you can find us that way. Or... If you would like to send us an email, you can do that as well. And our email is at uh, frostberg 
CLC, and that's all lowercase, at gmail.com. So there are several ways of how you can get in contact with us. Also, if you go to our website on frostburg.edu slash CLC, you will find the clues as well as the vocabulary words and then FYI. Um, because we only do 10 to 12 clues for each person, there's so much more information about these people. So if you would like to get that additional information, that is where you can get it. And also, in addition to getting the clues and the vocabulary, um, the title of the book that we use for our clues is also there. So if, you, if you're a teacher and you're listening and you would like to get this book for your classroom library, you will be able to do so. Or if you're a student that's listening and you would like to get this book for a personal collection, you can do that too. And also, I do believe if you go to the public library, the public library will have many of these books as well. So there's plenty of ways of how you can get access to these books. Yeah, and we very much appreciate feedback. And Cameron, why don't you talk a little bit about one of the feedbacks that we received yes. on our podcast. So one of the feedbacks that we received a while ago is in between each clue, at, in the beginning, a clicking uh, tick-tock of a clock. That was our sound. But after talking with some of our listeners, we changed it to a waterfall sound, and our listeners have absolutely loved that. So if you guys have any suggestions on how to make this better, we are willing to take those suggestions. So you can email those suggestions at frostbergclc at gmail.com. Or if you listen to us on SoundCloud, you can also send messages on SoundCloud. So those are two ways of how you can get in contact with us with your suggestions. And you can also send us your answers to the clues as well. Thanks, Cameron. That was a wonderful. I'm sure that's going to be very helpful. Now we're going to give you a audio clue for the next episode. See you next time. It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. <laughs>